I'm a publisher, and one day my daughter Christina asked me to write a novel with her. Well, that day was long ago, and that little girl is now an adult. But our novels live on. The Truth Seekers Mystery Series highlights a homeschool family, the Murphy Teens, in an action-adventure novel that is sure to entertain as well as teach creation truths. To get your copy, visit our website at truthseekersmysteryseries.com. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. This is episode 471 and you can find today's show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com and I invite you to check out my website. You can go to MediaAngels.com for books, a membership site, character planners, and so much more. And I really recommend the Two Seekers Mystery Series. There are three novels that are adventure and mystery to keep you reading until the end. Well, I am looking for unruly kids. Moms, do you happen to have any of those on hand? This is a Just for Kids episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms, and today I am going to talk to the kids about issues such as misbehavior. And I really, really think that kids are pretty smart. Are you ready? If you want to listen to this episode first, go right ahead and then maybe share it with your kids later on. All right, kids, here's the thing. And yes, I say, here's the thing quite a bit. We're going to be talking about unruly kids and what that means. It can mean many things. But for this podcast, I'm going to define it as a kid that is somewhere between the ages of 5 and 16, maybe 4, maybe 17, whatever that age is. And that is a kid who does something wrong. Maybe not too terrible because unruly can mean troublemaker. Have you ever heard that word before? It is someone who likes to make trouble and maybe thinks it's fun or they can get away with it. Or maybe they can get out of work if they're unruly. It's a person who is loud when they should be quiet or who enjoys and even laughs, even if it's on the inside, when your brother or sister or even a friend gets in trouble. Does that describe you? Maybe one of those things describes you, but not all of them. Well, misbehaving is not following the rules. And sometimes you might know what the rules are, or sometimes the rules change and you're not sure. One of the things you can do is ask your mom and dad or caregiver or grandma or whoever's watching you what the rules are if you're not sure. But I'm going to break this down for you and I'm going to ask you five questions that you can answer. 
If you need to stop this recording, you can and write them down. If you want to look for the show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, episode 471, Unruly Kids, you'll find them listed there. So here's the questions I want you kids to ask yourselves and see if you say yes or no, or if any of these describe you. Maybe one does, maybe none do, but just listen and you'll figure it out. The first is, I laugh when other people get in trouble. Is that a yes or a no? The second is, I like to make my brother or sister cry. Yes or no? The third is, I like it when my brother or sister gets angry. Yes or no? Another one is, number four, I like to get away with making trouble without getting caught. Is that yes or no? And number five, I enjoy it when people look at me, even if it means I'm getting in trouble. So let's think about this and let's go back over these questions quickly. Number one, I laugh when other people get in trouble. Well, sometimes it might be funny, but if we laugh at them because we're happy they're getting in trouble, that's not a good thing. And usually, if someone's getting in trouble, then that means that a parent is upset. And if that parent is upset, they're not going to be happy that you're laughing. And it's not nice to laugh at other people, of course. The second is, I like to make my brother or sister cry or angry. That's the next one. Well, if we are arguing with our brother or our sister or a friend or even our cousin or the kid down the street, that means that we don't really care what they think. And so we, of course, should never make anyone cry or angry, but life happens and sometimes we disagree. Sometimes you might not mean to make your brother or sister or friend or kid down the street cry, right? You might not really mean to make them angry. But if it happens a lot, we need to look at our own behavior. Number four, I like to get away with making trouble without getting caught. Have you ever gotten someone else in trouble and then they tell on you? Well, sometimes you get someone in trouble and nobody knows that it's you and you get away with it. So that means that you might try it again. Sometimes we get in trouble without getting away or we get in trouble and we don't get caught and nobody else is involved. So for an example, you might break something and then either cover it up or throw away the evidence or you might eat a cookie when you're not supposed to, something like that. And so that's not doing what's right. It's breaking the rules and not a good thing, right? But if we do it without getting in trouble, we might think, well, the next time we won't get in trouble either. And sadly, sometimes we're only sorry when we get caught. We're not truly sorry, but we should be. And the last thing is, I enjoy when people look at me, even when I get in trouble. You might not even realize you're doing that, but that's something to think about. 
Now, let's pretend that I asked your parents these same questions and they answered yes to everything. Your parents said, yeah, I laugh when my kids get in trouble. And I laugh when my kids cry. And I laugh when, and I really like it, when my kids cry or get angry. And I really like it when I catch my kids being bad. And I really like it when people look at me. What would you think about that? How would you feel if your mom or dad or caregiver or grandpa or grandma or aunt or uncle laughs at you when you get in trouble or likes to make you cry or likes to make you angry or likes you to get in trouble and not get caught? How would you feel? Would that be a good thing? I think we can all agree that it's not a good thing. One of the things we can do when we're trying to not do something wrong is to think about other people's feelings and how they would feel. I'm going to give you an example of what we call a scenario. So this is a story and I want you to think about this and think about yourself in the story. It's dinner time. When your mom asks you to set the table, you say, no, I don't want to do it. Or you yell and say, that's not fair. My brother should do it. And then you decide to throw a pillow at your brother and you make a mess. So then your mom yells at you and tells you to go to your room, which is what you wanted because that means you don't have to set the table and your brother does. At dinner, you get up without asking anyone if that's okay and you go to your room because you forgot something there. And when you get back, your plate is on the floor under your chair and the dog is licking the rest of your food from your plate. How do you feel? Probably not very good. You're probably angry and rightly so because someone didn't care about you getting to eat the good food on your plate. Someone didn't care if the dog ate it instead. Someone didn't care what you thought or how you would feel. Did I forget anything? Is there something else that you would feel? So let me ask you this. If your mom asked you to set the table and you said no, then you threw a pillow at your brother and got in trouble, how did she feel? Here she is making dinner because she cares about you and the family, and she asked you to help because she thinks you're responsible and that you can be trusted to carry plates to the table and other stuff, and that's a wonderful compliment. She's sad when you said no, that you're not caring enough to help. And then she had to stop making dinner to discipline you and make you go to your room. So was it worth it? I had a son one time who would get into trouble and when I would ask him if it was worth it, he said yes. He was honest and that's good. But it also showed me that I had to change the way I did things in our home. And a little bit of that story is something he would do. So here's what I did instead. Here are some things I'd like your mom, your dad, your caregiver, your grandpa, your grandma, your aunt and uncle to know. Number one, there's only one boss in the home, and that's the adult. Guess what, kids? You're not the boss yet. Someday you might be of your own home, but right now you get to be a kid. And being a kid's super great. There's a lot of things that are wonderful things that you have going for you just being a kid. But the only boss in the home is the adult. Number two, 
If a child misbehaves and does something wrong, that child does not get out of work. I had to learn that with my son. Number three, if a child misbehaves, you might want to consider that the child the child be given more work. My husband used to call it work duty punishment. There are always toilets to clean, garbage to take out, a garage to sweep, and so much more in every house. So if a child doesn't want to do a job they're supposed to do or misbehaves and does something wrong, then there can be a consequence of apologizing to the person if they hurt someone's feelings or didn't do something, doing the job they're supposed to do, and then doing an extra job. And the fourth is, the punishment should fit the crime. What does that mean? For the child who threw the pillow at the other brother, the punishment should be picking up the pillow, setting the table, the first thing that was asked, and doing the brother's job, whatever that is. Maybe the brother was supposed to help clear the table. How does that sound to you kids? Not very good, right? It would just be easier to get along, wouldn't it? And just do what you're supposed to do, and it would be so much better. Here's another scene I want you to think about. You are outside playing with your brother and sister, and you walk in, and it should be dinner time. You don't smell any food cooking, and there's nothing going on in the kitchen. You go into your living room where you see your parents watching some grown-up movie, something you don't like. Your mother's laying on the couch and your dad's nearby with his feet up. They have plates with only crumbs left. Looks like they already had dinner. Your mom says, hey, can you get me something to drink? Which you do. And you and your siblings look at each other and you think, gosh, what's going on? And everybody just kind of shrugs their shoulders. I have no idea. Then your parents hand you their plates and say, hey, can you wash our dishes? We're done eating. They don't say anything else to you. And finally you say, Mom, Dad, where's dinner? And your mom hits mute on the TV, pausing the show that they're watching, and she looks at you in surprise and says, Dinner? And your dad goes, Oh, yeah, dinner. We already ate. Did you do the dishes? Then he asks your mom to unpause the show and go back to watching it. How do you feel? You would probably be surprised. Angry, upset, shocked. Aren't you happy that your parents don't act that way? You would probably be thinking, wait a minute, how are you eating dinner and not, we're not eating dinner? And how come nobody thought of us? Well, sometimes what you have to do, especially when you want to say no to doing something or you want to act unruly and do what's wrong, you may not need to think about how the other person feels if you do that. The next time you argue over a game, or whose turn it is to do the dishes, or you do a bad job in cleaning up and leave crumbs on the table, or you just say no and refuse to help, think about this. What if your parents did the same thing? How come your parents don't act like unruly kids? How come they don't sit there and argue with you guys about things or get you guys in trouble? Because they're grown-ups. They are adults. They were already kids and they know what it feels like to be a kid. When you get to be a parent, you don't just skip, you know, 20, 30 years and just, oh, all of a sudden I woke up and I'm a parent. That only happens in the movies, not in real life. If you want a peaceful home, 
one where you get along with your brothers, sisters, cousins, friends, and the kid down the road. Think about being helpful instead of harmful. When you fight, when you do something is wrong, for example, pinch your sister's arm when no one's looking, or shoving someone aside, how does that look? If you're an unruly kid and you're not corrected, you may become an unruly adult. You may not have seen it, but on the national news, there was an adult who accidentally nudged a child over with her elbow. I don't really think it was on purpose because the kid was crowding this adult, even though I'm not a big fan of this lady, but it looked really, really bad on all the replays. It looked like she took her elbow and shoved the kid over. Whatever we do in real life can become a habit. If we practice a musical instrument or some time of sports, guess what happens? We get better. If we practice bad behavior, we get better at it too. Do you want to be good at bad behavior? If you do, then think about how you answered number five above. The question was, I enjoy it when people look at me, even if that means I get in trouble. If you need attention, get it another way. Get it because people are saying, oh my goodness, William is so helpful to his mom. He's always asking if there's something he can do that's useful. Or maybe, Alex is so awesome, he brought in his mom's bags from the car and not just his own. Or, did you see Ben help his little brother Michael with his shoes? That is so wonderful. Or maybe they'll say, Olivia is the nicest sister to her little brother Christopher, and they play so well together, sharing their toys. Do you want people to talk about you in a good way? Well, the only way that's going to happen is for you to show good behavior. Do you really want to be that unruly kid, that kid that people look at and say, oh my gosh, here, he's coming again. If you said yes, you should listen to this podcast again, and again, and again, and again, until you can truly say, no, thank you. I'd rather enjoy my life and not make trouble for other people and have fun with my family. So what do you think? I hope you enjoyed this podcast and it makes you think about how you can really be helpful like my two grandchildren, Emma and Samantha, who are wonderful helpers for their mom. Everyone, take care. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Leave me a comment on the page if you would like to at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, episode 471, Unruly Kids. Take care, God bless, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.